Way Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy Cecil. Sorry, is it recording? Yeah. Where is it? It's just behind here. There's no need to worry. Look, it's right here. Oh, you here. hid it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because usually you, can, you know you can see it in the background. This I just couldn't even see this bit. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. She's she's here. She's queer. She's alive. And Great. she's being recorded right now. So, Lucy, how's your week been? Yes, my... Yes, I always I feel like I always um, reply to you in the affirmative. Yes, like, correct. Yes, I correct. have had the week and it's <laughs> happened. The week has happened to me, as it has probably to you. Yes. Um, my week has been, yeah, pretty we have, good. We have so much nice. in common. Um, <laughs> we do. It's good. It's good for us. Um, uh, I, yeah, I've had a nice week. A gorgeous weekend. Lots of sun. Loving it. Seeing um, suspicious parents. Yeah. Uh, I just watched all of that back to back so didn't go outside at all no i meant that like you had some suspicious parents no no suspicious oh i don't know actually maybe they are i asked them this weekend i'm seeing them okay so um yeah no very nice i went for a gorgeous walk on the weekend that walk looks so nice all the way all the way around penny flash or pennington flash as it's known fully is that in a place called pennington no it's like just outside well it might be but it's just outside lee like near wigan oh yeah um went with my friend and her lovely lovely nice dog and we just walked all the way around it and it was just a perfect way to like begin a Saturday. Felt very um like we went like, you know, early ish, got out of the way, had a whole like went and had lunch, mm. went and like did some other bits and then just it just felt like really done a lot. Yeah. It looked very serene. How's her how's her crafting business going? It's going really well, I think. Um she said she's got like lots of bits going on for that and she's like doing some good markets and stuff in the local area, so that's really good. I'm really pleased for her. Uh, if you are interested in buying any sort of cushions or embroidery, nice, beautiful, really bright colours and like fun bits. Yeah. Um she is yellow Fred. You can find her. If you Google that, you'll find her. Find her on Instagram, Yellow Fred Creative. Yeah, I really like her stuff, so I would like to go to a yeah, thing definitely. that she's doing now. Yeah. We should link her in the show notes. Absolutely, yeah. And you can like just custom order anything from her as well. She'll make it. It's amazing. God. She's got great skill. I wish I were like that creative, like artistically <laughs> she's creative. She's so artistically creative. Like when so we used to work together um, and uh, she always used to make like things for, as like prizes for stuff. So she always used to do a quiz every Christmas where she'd do like these hilarious rounds where you get like a thousand points for a question and then the next round you'd get like minus a thousand points if you got something wrong or whatever. So it was like really like bizarre. But I won like the first year and she'd made like the, the prize and she was really pleased I'd won because she was like, you're the only person who actually appreciate this the most, was like a tote bag which said like CR, which with customer relations with like CR quiz winner of the year like 2000 whatever it was 15 or something <laughs> you always so win funny. bags for all the competitions that you're involved in <laughs> do I what other bag have I won you won that backpack for doing your reading oh yeah yeah I'm a bag lady yeah um yes so my weekend was lovely and yeah I've had a good week how has your week been it has been very nice. Um, I went to Centre Parks with oh, my yeah. family for our long-awaited annual trip. Um, <laughs> but we ha- we didn't go last year, so we um, we usually go oh, every year. Even more awaited then. Yeah, so highly anticipated. <laughs> and this was also the first year that we had um, a non-member of the family join. So my step-sister's um, boyfriend came. So that was exciting. Yeah, the seventh member. Wow. Um, yeah. Lovely. It was really good and um, did loads of like cute outdoor activities and my mum just like went in jewels a thousand times oh, and yes, it was very is. that yes <laughs> um but yeah it was so nice because it was like you just do things all day and yeah. um yeah then you just get a bit pissed Relax at the end night, and yeah. then go to that sleep sounds great yeah it was really really nice and because I took the Monday off it was like I mm. felt like I had an actual 
proper break. So yeah, that's great. It was real, real cute. And then just this week's been gorgeously sunny, and I have so nice downgraded to a long sort of cardigan. Shit. For my commute. Well, this is. I was gonna say actually that one of my problems at the moment with the sun is that it's not like um, it's the very much the in between stages. Where, yeah. I mean, I love it. I'm not shitting on it at all because I think it's lovely yeah but like when I leave in the morning it's freezing mm. so well it's like two or three degrees so I still I've got to wear like some layers but not like my full big winter layers and I'm still like and my yeah. hands get so cold and but then by the time I'm at work I'm boiling and then also by the afternoon when I walk home I'm, it's hot sunny and like lovely especially if you're in the sun it's really warm today at lunch sat out in the sun for a whole hour beautiful I sat out in the Loved sun it. got right, a gorgeous we're tanning. we're tanning here booth's meal deal listen to a podcast <laughs> lovely watch the world go by <laughs> very nice it's um, quite nice yeah but yes it's a bit slight chill on the earth still but I'm sure it's, it's I leave, in the back of that I leave for work earlier than you um sorry later than you so yeah. I think that um I don't have the freezingness that you have. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so what are you living for and longing for this week? Uh, so this week, I am living for the fact that we finally booked our flights for our holiday. <laughs> our holiday is officially happening. Yes. Considering we probably talked about, I think, in what, like pod two, being like, yeah, we're going on holiday. And then like just did nothing about it. Yeah. Well, not did nothing, but... We, what we did about it was talk about it every week and be like, right, we're going to book this flight, 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 and then just never booked them. Yeah, and like booking a flight <laughs> is as difficult as booking a train ticket. It's, like it's it, not it, hard. It's not fucking easier because you don't feel so annoyed about the price. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not stressful for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we finally booked our flight. We will be in Barcelona for a whole seven days. It's like we're going for like a full, um, like, like full on it's holiday. It's a proper holiday. It's, yeah. not, it's more than a city break. It is more than a city break. Yeah. I've, 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 we've never been on as long a holiday as that, Olivia. No, I think it'll be Will we be great. okay? I think. Is the podcast going to survive? The amount of time that we spend together not on holiday, <laughs> add in not having to be at work, not having the usual stresses <laughs> of life, loads of alcohol and the Eurovision loads weekend. Of, loads of sangria and Eurovision. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, the only way is up in my opinion. And I think we need to figure out a way of doing um, an on-location Barcelona podcast absolutely there's no way we are not doing that yeah we, we're just doing it it's fine we're Don't just worry. doing it also if anyone um lives in Barcelona and listens to the pod then just like message us give us your sweet rex yeah give um, us your rex come and say hi to us buy us a drink <laughs> and you know we'll just see what happens take us dancing take us out <laughs> yeah um yeah I can't wait for that yeah so I'm absolutely living for that and the fact that that is going to be happening to us um and then not to sound like a really spoilt like holiday person but I'm longing for the fact that I'm on holiday next week as well Woo! I know, which is weird for me I'm not used to having like so many holidays in quick succession so I had like most of a week off last month that was just for the kitchen yeah and then i'm having this week off in april and then we're having a week off in may and i feel really weird about having like a week off each month so already like i'm like oh no I'm, am i razzing through my holidays but then i'm gonna have like no time off june yeah. july august and i'll have a bit off later on yeah there's fun. like always periods where you just don't have any yeah and you like i've never run out of holiday where i've been like where mm. will i get the holiday from like mm. i usually carry over days to be honest because yeah. i'm so like scared of doing it but I'd, I've decided like not to be scared about it anymore so that's probably gonna like bite me in the arse and I'm yeah. gonna have no <laughs> holiday time because I also booked a little thing um also in May so I've got oh, right, like really? I think probably yeah. like I don't know 10 days off or something like, in May which would be nice yeah because I'm going to go basically my brother has had this idea that like he wants to go to Stratford-upon-Avon cute for like all these different bits and I don't know like does he want to go to the theatre 
Yes. Oh, cool. So I think we're going to go and see Taming of the Shrew. Nice. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, which will be nice. And we're staying in this like lovely um, Shakespearean cottage. Horrible history's cottage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> basically. And um, yeah, it's just going to be like me, him, and my mum. It's just going to be that dead cute. sounds so nice. For three yeah, days. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Be nice. Yeah, no, I think it is important to just like take some holidays. I think I'm struggling because... As you know, last year I had saved up three weeks of holiday. Yes. Because I was supposed to go on a big trip near, near the end of the year, which fell through, did not happen, which is like fine. But because of that, last year I was like, didn't have any holidays until I think like June. Right. So uh, at least not more than one day off. And I didn't have more than a whole week off until October. Yeah. So I was like, I've, like now I'm in the weird mindset of like, oh, I can't do holidays yet, but yeah. it's absolutely fine and I can. I think here it, we are. I think, I think that's right because I was looking back at last year and I literally spent most of my holiday days doing really sh- shit things in like the year of bad times yeah so I was like not doing anything nice at all yeah. really apart from I th- one week I went to Denmark but the rest of it was just yeah. like on rubbish stuff so I thought if I can take that much holiday for all those rubbish things then surely now like I can just put that into, into like nice, nice natural things. holidays yeah you absolutely but can you just like you should you just like don't remember that you can do that if you haven't done it for ages yes, like definitely. You, you banked yours so you didn't remember that like, exactly you could have them. yeah no definitely so but i can and i will and we both shall have an amazing time but yeah so my longing for is the fact that i'm going on holiday this week with my family to devon going to this little village called beer where we used to go all the time when we were kids and this is like the first time we're all sort of going back together for um and with my sister's new baby as well so it'll be Aww. dead cute and we're staying in um like my parents used to own a house in this village and when we lived abroad it was like our place we went back to yeah and we're staying in a cot like the, the house next to it which will oh, be really weird that's cool though <laughs> but um it's very it's quite a small village so it's like highly like that you'll be near it but um are you gonna it's dead weird to go near it are you gonna dig a little hole and put him in it because when <laughs> my brother was little he used to really like it if i dug a hole and put him in it yeah i mean i would love to but it's a stone beach so uh, okay. no digging hole. Well, I mean, you could dig, but you'll just be gonna be things will be falling all yeah. over. Yeah, and that's um, it's not comfy to put dangerous. a baby in. Yeah, that. no, absolutely not. I don't no. put Leo in that. No, no. Um, so yeah. I used to like motorboats. My mum used to make motorboats oh, as well. Really nice. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. What I love about beer is that you can have a fry up on the beach. Can you? So, yeah, a place called Duckies. Okay. Which is exactly what I'll be doing every day next week, and okay. then I'll come back with the high cholesterol. So. <laughs> Yes, I'm very excited for that. That's what I'm longing for because I just want it the most. Um, yes, what about you? What are you living and longing for this week? Well, I think that I am living for the fact... So this actually reminded me of what you were saying before when you were talking about um, Beth's way of like doing that quiz where it's like yeah. a thousand points for this, one million points subtracted <laughs> yeah. if you don't get it or whatever. And um, when I was in Centre Parks, I decided because like we've done most of the activities because we've been quite a few times yeah but we've never done oh, i sound like such a geek but we've never <laughs> we've never done the um target archery <laughs> because some it's it's like a more expensive activity okay. it's not just like the yeah. main one i guess because you're like dealing with arrows mm. and they have to have like more specially trained some, some people. more waivers yeah i guess <laughs> but i was like oh i really want to do it because i was just really like feeling myself as like katniss everdeen and i just thought <laughs> that's just me um so anyway you are legless of the realm exactly <laughs> i persuaded the rest of my district to 
<laughs> to take part in it. Great. Um, and they uh, they said yes. And so we did it and turns out I'm great at archery. I am, I'm not surprised by that. I, I saw a pic, your stance was very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get some good points or whatever? How like, it works? Yeah, because it was like different games that, right, that we did. Right. And he was like, oh, you'll start off like just getting to know it and everyone will just be really polite. And then when I introduce the games, all hell will break loose because Shit. you will all just want to be the winner the most. And it was like different <laughs> ones of like, okay, now it's only like yellow and blue. You've got okay. to get, now it's only red and whatever. Yeah. And so it was like different things that you had to get. And then at the end, it was just like how many bullseyes or whatever. And each thing's like worth different points but then it was like if you um if you got it like off the target like off the board or um you didn't get one of the right colors you would have to like subtract like 40 points so it like really like messed you up so it's just like high stakes (laughs) and um yeah it was just great great Fun. Nice. Very I good. liked it. So I'm living for the fact that I your new skills as an archery. Yeah, Arch- archery. Which I feel a very <laughs> archer um, for God's sake. Very applicable to my life as it is now and useful to me. In, right. In in no ways. <laughs> <laughs> Down Media City on the piazza. Just, <laughs> exactly. Just throwing some. Arrows. Do you know what? I would not put that past Media City because in the piazza it does some really bizarre sort <laughs> okay. of stunts and activities. You can imagine some archery being set up. Yeah, yeah, like every time I leave work, there's like a different thing. There's like a live band or some kind of like what's that? Oh, what's that game where it's like. Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> yeah. Like, I knew that's exactly what you meant. Like yeah. some sort of weird Some sort of weird, weird like, obstacle course yeah, thing. Yeah, like charity Takeshi's Castle or something. <laughs> There's like always something weird. Like last week, uh, Mr. Motivator came. Oh God, of course. To work. Yeah. And he was like, oh, like we, he like led this exercise session over lunchtime. And he was like, forget about Brexit. Forget about your troubles. Just love yourself and do this like <laughs> grapevine. <laughs> and we were like, woo, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, he did a good job motivating yeah. you all. Also, he looks amazing. Oh, good. So oh, nice. whatever regime he's doing is working very well for him. So props <laughs> to Mr. Motivator. Absolute hun. Um, so yeah, I'm living for the fact that, yeah, I am um, a keen archer. And um, I'm longing for fatty acid tomorrow. Um, Last week we had Izzy on the podcast talking about it, your sister, which was great. And um, by the time this goes out, we'll have already been. But um, for us in real time, we are going tomorrow, aren't we? Yes, we we are. Very exciting. It promises to be, as we said last time, a very nice, lovely inclusive wonderful safe space of loads of fun bits so yes i'm looking forward to that a lot too so we will be there very exciting so now on to um consumables what is it that you have been imbibing this week lucy (laughs) well olivia i have been quaffing oh no she always (laughs) finds a way You like archery and I like quaffing. Welcome back to Medieval Times. Welcome to just the Game of Thrones (laughs) podcast, basically. Yeah. Oh, well, that starts this weekend, actually. Uh, I'm I'm a bit longing for that, actually. But my problem is, because I'm away on holiday, I'm like, am I even going to be able to watch it? Who knows? But um, Mm. I'll see what I can do. Uh, Yes. Well, I think we should probably begin with something I know we have both watched and needs some discussion. Fleabag. The finale happened last week. Um and it was uh, a lot <laughs> yeah it was it was a lot yeah um what did you think of it what what are your thoughts now you've had a few days after it as well to think about it well i don't think that my thoughts have changed massively yeah. to be honest um i i tend to be a sort of 
stick with how I feel about one thing and don't particularly yeah. um get an hour in that bullseye that's there forever <laughs> yeah basically and um I I thought it was great yeah I thought that it was incredibly fitting to the storyline and the character and the writing style and like it definitely like fits her sort of narrative arc I I suppose it it felt like it felt right and it felt because I know that like in press and stuff she had she'd been saying um in interviews and things that um it's a happy ending for Fleabag and actually I went home oh yeah because I I came back from Santa Pops I watched Mm -hmm. it that night I stayed at my mum's and she was like oh, this is, like, not a happy ending for Fleabag. Like, okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Anyone who hates spoilers, just... Or hasn't watched it yet, please skip come, this. Yeah, come back in a minute, because we're going to talk about it. But it will have been, like, a week since it's gone out, so just... If you really cared, well... Yeah, if you, where, where have you, been? If you were a real fan, you would have watched it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so my mum was like, this is not ending well for Fleabag, because she doesn't get her happy ending with the priest. And mm. I was like, yes, but that's not the point. No. And that's, um, for me, like, it was never about the... It was never about her ending up with the priest she's never gonna end up with the priest no she was never and if and if she had it would have just been like such a non no that wouldn't have worked no it wouldn't have worked and so i the way i felt about it and and the real sort of like heartbreaking and a nice thing about it like made me cry loads because obviously have you met me you have have, yes crying about it no the the thing the thing that gets me about it is like the fact that she met him after all of this trauma that she's gone through and like getting over you know severe depression and bad decisions that she's made in the past and this trauma with losing her friend and all of the context that surrounded that and her um, difficulty around like love and intimacy and relationships and things and it was like she was able to love this person in a completely like pure way Mm. and at the end when he chooses God and this vocation that he's chosen for himself over their relationship she tells him that she loves him she doesn't need to hear it said back and she doesn't use the situation or use sort of tools at her disposal to manipulate him in any way to like come back like she she doesn't force that to happen because she loves him enough and understands enough that like like, that's already made a piece with it yeah that that's that's bigger than her and she kind of like gets the bigger picture and actually like she'll be okay in the end and the the fact that she was able to like have this experience with him speaks more to how far she's come than to anything else yeah so yeah um I, i agree absolutely my um housemate adam watched it as well and he said that he was a bit disappointed by it because he said so he's only very recently watched all of Fleabag so he's watched like all of the last season maybe like a couple weeks ago and then he's been slowly watching these as well well that's interesting because Fleabag I feel is such a marinader like you can't you can't binge it because then I think that you might be like oh that's disappointing like because you haven't sat with her character yeah i think that's that's partly it but ba- what he said um was that he felt that like basically what he loved about it and everything was that there's all these characters who have really like fucked up um ideals of like sexual and non-sexual relationships and just interpersonal relationships and that like that's really you know what adds to the like great hot pot of like what the series is but that the ending he was like but you know the end episode just seemed like dead sort of like normal things were happening to everybody like they were all just going down like normal paths of like having like functioning relationships or whatever and he like was a bit disappointed by that because he was like oh it wasn't as like like mental and crazy as it like was before and I was like oh yeah but I think that's exactly what is nice about it because it's a lot of people can identify with feeling like you have like a fucked up way of 
dealing with relationships or feeling like you are not the norm yeah. when it comes to interpersonal relationships yeah. to then be able to have the thing which is dead normal um, like a, a functioning relationship to be able to go through that and then to be able to come out f- out of it from the other side being like I've learned from that and I am a better stronger person from it is what I think makes it so good so I don't know whether maybe he just uh, is doesn't didn't quite identify with it in that way so it didn't have that effect with him but yeah. um not to not not he can have his opinion obviously but yeah. i was like oh no that those are probably like the exact things that i liked about it so. yeah i think i think yeah my opinion um aligns more with you on that and i think that like one of the real radical things in it um amongst other stuff is the fact that he chooses god yeah over this relationship which held held such power yeah. the whole way through the um the whole way through the series because you know Fleabag and especially her writing and the characters are known for being sort of really uh you know edgy and cool and it has that whole like reputation and the fact that he you know this priest stays true to his beliefs and goes off you know in pursuit of that yeah is actually like quite a radical act for all of for, for that world yes for, for the world yeah, yeah, of that yeah. drama it's such a sort of like staunchly um like Taking, old-fashioned yeah. like view of a way to live your life is touch he you know you you would think oh he's been tempted he's been tempted but no he's gone straight yeah that, he, that is his path and, and she doesn't like on it no she doesn't what. she doesn't look down on that or or judge that or try and like no. persuade him otherwise like she respects that enough although that would never be maybe what she would have chosen no exactly yeah yeah definitely and i think like one of the universalities of the storyline which um is why i think so do people are affected by it is that you know a lot of people know what it is to uh, love somebody but know that it isn't right and therefore it can't go on oh yeah <laughs> so, say it for the I people think... in the back <laughs> so i think that's a lot of what's happening there as people are going oh shit yeah God, yeah. I mean, not everybody falls in love with a priest. No, and but who's your priest? And you can't know? be with him, but everybody has a priest yeah, or exactly. has had a priest in the past. Exactly. But um, I was, yeah, you're so right. But I was reading this um, Guardian article um, oh, yeah. by Hadley Freeman. Oh, I saw that. Um, saying that the priest is an exploitative muppet. So what do you <laughs> think well, about that? Yeah, he's manipulative for sure. There's there's, there's no re- there's no way to say that he isn't. Like, he is. It, it, he, doesn't have, but he doesn't have to be an, angel, an angelic character. No. So I think that um, I saw somebody reply to that on Twitter or something with the like, yeah, this is fine because he's allowed to be manipulative. She is somebody who has always been the manipulator in relationships. Yes. And then some, somebody has come along and is manipulating her now. And they're sort of playing this manipula- manipulation game on, on each other and her finding someone who is her equal, which has brought her to this new stage in her life. So I just think, yes, he, yes, you're right. He is, he is a yeah. bit manipulative, but it's fine. He is, but he's also this like incredibly like nuanced character that is yeah. so like, like Fleabag that is so much more than just a bad guy or a good guy exactly. or he a manipulator layers, which is great for yeah. every character had to have that He's and also not paper thin. also i think the interplay between the, their two characters and their traits i feel like really um transcends gender and gender stereotypes like i think that this article is maybe like in danger of being like talking about this sort of historical canon of um exploitative men in 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 fiction or fictionalized dramas because it starts off talking about like heathcliff and rhett butler and um other sort of characters in in history who have sort of like taken on that manipulation mantle but i don't think that you can put the priest in with those characters i I, I don't either i think that he 
like we said, there there is manipulation within his character, but there's also so much more that in he to give to say he's just that is like a mis- disservice reductive, to the writing. To the yeah. writing, yeah, it's reductive. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I I cried loads. I even oh. cried in his um in his sermon bit. Oh in the oh yeah. Wedding. Oh, I cried like throughout most of it. Yeah, and then like the next day, my my, my friend, good friend, and massive fan of the podcast, Rhiannon, she um messaged me be like, "Have you watched?" Have you watched? Yes, I, we <laughs> mes- we messaged about <laughs> oh, <did> it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi um, Rhiannon. Yeah, and um, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, I, I can't. I was like, it, and it was the day after. And I was like, I can't stop thinking. About it. It, it literally perme- permeated my every thought. Yeah, it was there like the whole day. I was just like, every time I'd like stop doing something at work, I'd be like, Ugh, something would happen. I'd just be like, Ugh. yeah, she's she's a real marinator. Yeah, great, great uh, work, amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, my um my friend at work um said that she will really miss Fleabag. Mm. And I was like, I don't, I think that's so true because I don't think that you often miss or like feel the loss of characters very not, often. Not very often, no. But you really Every do now and then, with yeah. Fleabag. But yeah, absolutely. But I'm also like more than happy that it ended as it did and that that is the way it is going to be because, you know, she's not making any more of that she said so Yeah, it, it feels right. Um, it, it feels, feels right, right and that, that's fine. But yes, we'll, we'll definitely miss it. But I will be happy to just watch it again and again. And, okay. and also to see what else, she, what else Phoebe Waller-Bridge does in the future because, my lord. I know. If she just managed to just casually write Killing Eve while Fleabag oh, 1 was God, going out, then imagine what she's going to be doing now. <laughs> Especially because everyone will want to just give her millions of pounds. And yeah, loads exactly. Of... But let, let her do whatever she wants, basically. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, Killing Eve is out in America, but not here yet. So, oh, no. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah um... Jodie Comer and Sandra O oh are everywhere <sighs> on the late nights at the moment talking Absolutely about it. Gorgeous Huns that they are. Absolutely. What a pair of women. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to watch that soon and um, we can long for it until then speaking of fearless female characters we did do something last Friday didn't we Lucy shit can't believe we've uh, not spoken about it yet yeah and I think that you should just overwhelmed you should sort of take the lead on this one because it was your first time <laughs> and you know your first time is always really memorable it's you've hard got, to talk about your first time yeah you know. you've got a lot of feelings around it there's nerves there's anticipation you don't quite know what to expect um that's gonna sound great uh, <laughs> really, gonna, really gonna pop <laughs> yeah it, it's quite it's quite vulnerable to discuss your first time and you might not want to do that on the podcast but if you feel vulnerable enough and you know good enough to do that yeah I'm then gonna, I'm, I'm happy to let down my guard Okay, so let them all know. Lucy, how was it? How was your first time? Well, my first time was overwhelming, a little bit scary, and just delightful. We are, of course, talking about Showgirls. Yes. We went to the make a scene uh, of Showgirls in a casino, and uh, we arrived there with our, our friend of ours who came up from London. <laughs> and we walked into this casino. We had to give our bags in, which we were a bit thrown by. And then we we're like, okay. And we we're just like, go, went up. It was just, <laughs> went up all these uh, escalators. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then me and you were like, you were like, why don't we hang out here all the time? We should go after work all the time. Because yeah. it's massive. You don't have to pay to get in there. No, it's massive. You feel like you're in Las Vegas. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't have to pay. There's loads of space. There's loads of like bars and like nooks covered in like a thousand like so many leather nooks and fringes. Yeah, Uh, it was stunning. And that was just the fucking casino. And then we got to go into a private room. We did, which was 
adorned beautifully with like some great light up palm trees yeah and pole dancers and pole dancers and a little private bar and everything and then the screening of showgirls began oh my god why have i not watched this before what the hell i don't know honestly it was so me <laughs> it's so you which is obviously why you bought it for yes. me that time yes. so thank you i guess but <laughs> but no i um uh, to be honest what? i'm still a bit like overwhelmed by it i re- what i really want to do because it was like an absolute sort of riot in there watching it, it was very loud and you know there's lots of people like getting pissed and they obviously do commentary over it and they had like great um two great people like dressed up as like the like, two of characters. the main characters um and it, they were just like doing great stunning dancing like throughout some of the key scenes and stuff like that which was amazing but uh, what i really want to do is watch it again like in, it, not in private but <laughs> say in private yeah in private yeah um especially that pool scene well you'll um, have to see if you can get the dvd off izzy it sounds like she might still have it <laughs> yeah she's got under lock and gear there's always someone younger and hungrier coming down the stairs to steal your dvd <laughs> very funny thank you um yes so uh i i loved it i loved i loved it loved it loads but i really want to watch it like fully on its own it's just such a wild ride such a wild ride the characters are amazing great strong fearless women as you've said um and they just um do what they need to do to get by and they're not ashamed of it I love it. It was great. Yeah, and also what I really like about it is that, like, yes, it is um, about this rivalry between these two female characters, but they really do, underneath it all, have an understanding and respect for one yes, another. Exactly. That's not that just about like yeah. you know, like like so much sort of male gaze movies where it's like, oh, the two women hate each other. They want to kill each yeah. other. They're going to rip each other's yeah. hair out, yeah. and we're going to be yeah. there to and just them grind on each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It, it it it's sort of it's better than that because you see that these characters are just uh, are more than that and actually like they're two sides of the same coin in loads of ways and like all of their hopes dreams and desires are, like really just the the same definitely um and they've been sort of like tricked by all these people around them to think that there can only be one definitely yeah no it is a actually a great film and yeah. loads of fun and thought it was a really good touch when the magazine guys who ran the program uh decided that uh they weren't going to show the rape scene yeah um they were just like right and they like sort of put a sc- like a screen saver thing over the the uh film and just spoke through it and were like no we're not gonna show that because we don't fucking need it it's it's uh, unnecessary well i think i think to people who haven't seen showgirls mm. just to add some context you might hear that and be like well that's a thing that happens sometimes you know we need to show that and yeah. you know totally understand that I sort of align with their view of it in this scenario because I think that it was made in such um, a cis straight male gaze way actually like it's completely gratuitous and has nothing to do with the storyline really and it doesn't add anything to the to the narrative of the film it's just kind of like inserted in there it doesn't really make like the the fact that they got rid of it and just played lift music and did an interpretive dance like while it was happening and then came back post those scenes yeah. and you didn't even really get that it had even happened no. just goes to show that like it had just been sort of slung in there without much much yeah, thought. Yeah, there's not much thought to it, absolutely. And, um, and they acknowledged that, which I thought was great. Yeah, I, I did I did agree with that decision. So, yeah. Um, I think it's a really great thing that they that they do and, and the guys who do it are so 
are so funny we want to see if yeah we they can. are dead funny yeah, yeah they, they're really funny um they gave us a little shout out on their instagram as well so thank you for that we loved yes. it um and yeah and, um, and grace speak to you sometime maybe grace she always looks absolutely gorgeous so stunning yeah <sighs> loved her hair yeah it was so nice and she looked like the spit of um i can't remember what the character's called crystal yes yeah so absolutely may- gorgeous. maybe we could put grace's um instagram in the show notes so you can all go and follow her because she's so funny and beautiful and great yeah and i cannot wait to see what make scene do next and i'm sure we'll be going to many more what else have you been consuming this week lucy what else have i been consuming good question um i have been watching a bit more of line of duty because now i'm a bit hooked on it so i just like want to know what's mm. happening are I'm, you I'm, I'm in, no god no I'm, I'm in season two now okay so um but i'm very hooked on this the story of season two with um oh what's her name that actress i can't Tandy remember Newton. no it's um is it Keely Hawes? Keely Hawes, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm like, what's going on there? So it's a very intrigueful plotline. So I'm just watching that a bit on the sly whenever I just need something on. Um, but also, just before I came here, as I was eating my beans on toast, I, <laughs> I watched, finally finished watching the whole, because I've been stuck now, hooked on Line of Duty. I've been getting behind on my watching of Pose. Oh, but no. I have finally watched the first episode of Pose. Great. So, and I finished it and... I bawled my eyes out at the end. Yeah. The end, which I was a bit late. I was like, I'm coming now, Olivia. There's a, cer- there's a certain episode where you're going to just be in bits. I, I, I can feel that already. It's not yet. It's like, it's yeah. it's a few in, but you're going to be in absolute bits. Yes, yeah, so this was just ep one and I couldn't believe how many emotions I went through. Yeah, well, wait till yeah. you like get to know the characters Shit. and then that's it for you. Okay, well, I am ready for it. So. Yeah, a new season of that has been confirmed oh, for, I think it's july in, oh, wow. in america oh, wow. um, that's pretty soon yeah and i think that the deal with bbc um will still stand for that so we should Great. get the second yeah. season here as well no i think it's so far one ep in and i'm already wanting more and it's just it just look it looks beautiful yeah like it's it's really 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 satisfying to watch so i'm happy about that so i'm watching that and then apart from that i haven't really been watching anything else apart from on the weekend we decided to watch a film on a Saturday night. Uh, when when I was a kid, me and a kid, a teenager, me and Izzy used to do a thing when we were living with my parents. Uh, obviously with my parents because I hadn't left home yet. But uh, we used to do a thing called Saturday night movie night where we'd like all Aww. like we'd all me and Izzy would make dinner together and then we'd would all watch film together. I can't imagine your family watching anything other than Poirot. <laughs> Well, if my mum decided every time it would be it would be an Agatha Christie over and over and over. Literally, every time we're trying to like choose a film, um, she's always she's like, mm, is it Agatha Christie? No. I'm like, go to bed. You know you're probably gonna watch. So, so um, yeah, we used to watch things like big films like The Matrix and oh, yeah. um, like what else did we watched. Can't remember what else we watched on. Oh, we once watched um, oh, what's it? Uh, I Robot. <laughs> Which is such a shit film. I did not kill him, <laughs> but well, funny. Um, so yeah, Saturday night we were like all at a bit of a loose end because usually at least one party of the flat, that being either myself or Izzy and Adam as a yeah, pair, will be out. Yeah. So it was like, but we were all at home and we were like, oh god, like we're all at home. Like, mm, let's have Saturday night movie night. Mm-hmm. So we decided to watch like we wanted to watch like a proper like a uh, film like, yeah where it was like yeah something that you like should have seen or whatever yeah and we were gonna i can't remember what we were gonna watch we were gonna oh we started trying to watch Mulholland drive because i've always wanted to watch Mulholland drive mm-hmm. and it's a bit queer so i was like yeah great i can talk about it but we couldn't get um a version of it to work properly and it was very frustrating so we were like right we're gonna have to sort that mm. out somehow elsewhere um so we stopped that but 
watched about five minutes of it and I was already really intrigued so I must watch it um but instead what we watched was what must be the most fucking straight man film I've ever seen The Usual Suspects oh my god that never before has there been a film written by men thinking they're clever never before (laughs) I mean that there are many more (laughs) there are like about a thousand but I couldn't believe how much it was that like I was like oh my god it like has like a twist and it's like oh look at this Mm -hmm." yeah and I was like oh for fuck's sake just stop like waving your dick around anyway so watch that but it was fine uh and yeah apart from that I rewatched anything else what about you yeah as i mentioned a while ago when i Mm. first mentioned pose i got some hot of the press advance apps so i could steam through i know i don't mean to brag but that's just my life Mm. um (laughs) but anyway but anyway i am yeah but anyway i um i got an advance copy of the first episode of years and years ah yes so if you don't know about what that is it is the new drama written by russell t davis who has written some doctor who stuff and also wrote queer as folk and we were also talking about that um a couple of weeks ago and obviously everyone is going to be buzzing about it because emma thompson your future self (laughs) oh my god thank you so much is the main one (laughs) That's my actual dream and goal. Yeah, and also shout out to our friend who saw Emma Thompson in the yeah. street the other week. In, in some dungarees. Yeah, incredibly exciting. But also, like, apparently was saying that she was pissed off that we weren't excited enough about it on the group excited. chat. Yeah, like, I don't know how much more excited we could have really been other yeah. than just to get the train straight there to <laughs> find Emma Thompson, yeah. which I'm not above doing. No. Next uh, time. Yeah, next time. Promise. But anyway, um, Years and Years is about like one family and it's over 15 years and it's about how, yeah, Years and Years. (laughs) And it's about like their lives, but also how the, how everything changes, changes and advances. So that includes like politics, technology, um, the economy, as well as their sort of more like intimate, interpersonal relationships. And it is queer. It's got Emma Thompson in it. It's got Russell T. Davis. (laughs) more could you want oh my god i love russell t davis yeah he's not in it sorry it's got russell tovey in it and russell oh, that's t davis who I, that's who i meant it. when you said it because yeah. i knew that's what you meant <laughs> yeah um and yeah so far so good i want to see if okay. i can um get my hands on the other eps to Great. watch but um ep one um is shaping up yeah, to be really I'm, good i'm looking forward to that um they also uh filmed some of that in my building wow yeah, one one i didn't know about like that, that was going to happen and then one weekend i was just walking past my my building in town and all the signs had changed. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, Who, has someone taken over our building? Yeah. And they were like, they all looked weird. Because they were obviously like just dead, like sort of normal. Like, you know, really like, you yeah. could tell they were like props basically. Yeah. But I was like, what? Okay, maybe someone else has taken over the building. Whatever. Didn't think much of it. And then like when I went in the next week, my boss was like, oh, I came on the weekend. They were filming, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, imagine Emma Thompson has graced my halls. Maybe like Emma Thompson's like sat in your office chair. Maybe we've shared a toilet. Yeah, she's spun around in your office oh chair. Oh my God. Yeah, imagine. But um, it's very like it's very like apropos of the time that we're in, which is interesting because apparently um, Russell T Davis said that he wanted, he's wanted to write this for about 20 years and with the sort of ramping up of how um, wild our sort of worldwide political climate has Mm. become and various things that are quite terrifying going on in the world. He was like, I would better get, I better get a move on because it's like, you know, it's like this now. What would so it be in the lives of these characters yeah. in 20 more years? Yeah. Okay, so, cool. 
Sounds good. Yeah, um, definitely one to look out for. And when it um, when it comes on, I will mention it again, I'm definitely. sure. I've also been watching mm-hmm. um, on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's been getting quite a few um, outings on the podcast recently. But I feel like it's something that a lot of people have, forget that they have it because they mm. just have Prime for like ordering mm. mops, mm. like me. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but you forget that you have that as like a resource for consumables. Yeah. And I watched, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it is a, it's an eight part series and it's got Maya Rudolph in it off of like SNL and Bridesmaids and Fred Armisen, who is absolutely the hun of life. And they, um, have done this series together and it's called Forever. I do think I've heard of that, but I, I haven't seen it. Right. So I like caught a bit of press that they did for it earlier mm-hmm. on in the year. And they really didn't give anything away because they would they just came on and just ended up like being like really funny and just doing their own separate mm-hmm. jokes. Like all they said about it was like, it's about this couple who like always do the same things. And it's like all getting a bit stale. And then one of them says, oh, like, let's go to this different place on vacation. And everything just kind of doesn't go according to plan, Ooh. basically. So you sort of expect it to be like a stupid comedy where they like go skiing and everything goes wrong. <laughs> and it's like, be, and I was like, oh, I could watch that. Like yeah. there'll be some funny jokes yeah. or whatever, but it's not that. Oh, okay. It's not that at all. Like you think it's going to be that. Yeah. It's not that. So like, anyway, drop your expectations now. Well, or maybe amp them up depending on, okay. anyway. And anyway, caveat, caveat, spoiler, spoiler, skip, 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 if you want to. But basically- I want to skip. <laughs> Oh, Can do you, I skip? Do you want to watch it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, well. do you think I want to watch it? Yeah, but I don't know if you will watch it. Will you watch it? Only you can say. Will you, um, will what you be saying ruin it for me? I don't know, actually, because it depends. See, the thing is, to me, sometimes, like, knowing stuff doesn't hinder my enjoyment of it. Same. Um, Sorry, same. Like, unless it's something like Line of Duty where someone tells you who H is. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't want to know that. But if it's something like this, it's the, the like revelations of it is not the thing that makes it good. Just say it, Olivia. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, I ba- might not watch it. Who basically, knows? I think you should. But basically, yeah. they um, decide rather than going to their normal like lake cabin that yeah. they usually go to, and it's like all a bit like boring, samey same. They go skiing. Okay. And um, all these things go wrong, as I sort of predicted, like how it would go of like, oh, they can't get booked on the certain lessons, they can't do this, that and the other, and everything yeah. sort of unravels. And she ends up like kicking a kid down a slope and it's like all a bit embarrassing. And they have this argument and she goes to have a drink in the bar and he goes back off to do skiing. Right. And then anyway, that ends the first episode. And then the second episode starts and she's in like the American equivalent of Curry's trying to get any like wireless router or something. <laughs> okay. And then um, she's talking to... To the customer advisor salesperson about it and then she's like oh I'm sorry like my husband used to like organize all of this and she was like oh like my mum's had a divorce as well but it's fine now and she was like oh no um, I'm not divorced my husband's dead <gasps> so you find out that that he died then and that she's like racked with guilt and's like oh if I didn't do this that and the other right. and then what happens is she decides to like take the bull by the horns and like not live this sort of staid life that she was going to live before and actually like go out and live her best and do all these adventures and go up go after the things that she wants to go after but in doing so she dies fuck and she ends up meeting him in this like weird parallel universe afterlife and it's kind of about like 
even in death, like she's stuck in this situation that she doesn't want to be in forever, potentially. And she meets this other woman who like moves in there who's also dead. Like everyone who lives in this afterlife place is dead. And it's all based on where they like used to live before, but it's like a bit different. And it's about like whether or not she is going to sort of be in charge of her, take charge of her own life, even though she doesn't really have a life in that way. But now that she sort of has nothing to lose, like will she do it? basically and like different people's different people's perception of what like a good life is and like a a life well lived or an existence well lived i suppose so it's like funny but it's quite philosophical as well that sounds good it is good um and it takes like a lot of twists and turns and it's just really funny and then there's like this other kid in it who um died when he was 17 but it was in the 70s so he's like 58 but he's like (laughs) he's like a 17 year old like skater kid from the 70s and like all he wants to do is listen to thin lizzie but he's like nearly 60 and it's like it's funny anyway um that is dead good. good yeah and i think that that is it for all of my tv stuff okay um what about pods um, so I actually have listened to a podcast, which is relevant to this, the podcast. Whoa! I went outside of my normal potties because I just felt like it and I'd seen a thing about it. I can't remember where. Um, but I have listened to just one episode so far of NB Podcast. Yes. Which is on BBC Sounds. Um, and where are we get your podcast? So NB stands for non-binary um, and it's presented by Caitlin Benedict and Amru Alkadi, who are both... Uh, identify as non-binary um and they it's all about like um as as the blurb says once you've come out what's next how do you survive in a world of binaries how do you do more than just survive and it's all about different bits to do with being non-binary in the world that we are living through (laughs) uh and but i uh, a bit came to it in a weird way because i have just listened to one episode but it's the last episode (laughs) okay <laughs> because i just sort of i think i saw a tweet or something about it and was like oh yeah i'll listen to that episode eight and um you know sometimes i like to if i'm starting a podcast not go right to the beginning i didn't realize it was very much a, a series and it, there's only eight <laughs> so i was like oh right um but i was already into it and i was very hooked in it and the story they were telling and it had travis alabanza on and i was just really interested in what they had to say and it was great and i think it's a really nice and they also go to an aquarium so there's lots of nice like sa- like seaside sounds which was nice oh nice i've listened to the first four right okay yeah. um so i haven't got to the aquarium and travis alban's a bit yeah oh, but spoiler sorry it's good yeah. to know. <laughs> again it's not a barrier to my enjoyment that's fine but interestingly mm. and excitingly mm. i followed um caitlin from our queer longing account and they have followed us back oh great so well, hello. you can be a hunter watch out for caitlin absolutely hi yeah i think it's you. a great pod um i'm really enjoying it um obviously i haven't really delved into it loads yet but um I think they've got lots of great, great stuff to say, and they have a bunch of different guests on who who are all non-binary, and they all just talk about their experiences in the world. And I think it's um, important to listen to them. Well, I have been continuing to listen to the Cut on Tuesdays, which oh, yeah. I recommended last week. I think it's a really great podcast, and they did one this week about family money, and mm. one of them was about one of the granddaughters of one of the. Um, the Disney, so, so not not Walt Disney's granddaughter, but the brother who fa- right. co-founded Disney right. with Walt Disney. Yeah. So anyway, she and her siblings all amass like billions of dollars, right. and it's about kind of like when you get when you get this money, how it feels when it just sort of like comes to you and you don't know what to you don't know what to do with it and how different people 
react and deal with having a lot of money and i think that there's such there's such a a taboo and a judgment over having no money but equally there's such taboo and judgment over having loads Mm -hmm. and a judgment over like in the same way as how people cast dispersions on how poor people spend their money and it's like oh well how can they have this phone when you know yeah exactly but um on the other end of the spectrum it's kind of like how do you deal with it when you know you call into question every relationship that you ever have because you wonder like what are they you know do they want something from it yeah what are they interested in what are their motivations but unlike the rest of her um family who were the kind of generation above her they had this real fear of kind of like reaching out and sort of like having those connections with with other people who weren't rich due to that as being like a fear and she was saying like she never wanted that to be a barrier in her life and like yes it is hard because most of her interactions are around people wanting something Mm. but at the same time she's like I would never want that to be the reason that I don't go out and like live in the world and make connections to people because she's like because I am rich and I can like do these things so she decided to um basically give away loads of her money and i think she's 58 now and she's given away i think about 72 million dollars wow yeah um just yeah through different um for different reasons and it's just about how she developed this like completely different attitude and relationship to money than that of um the generation that went before her and I thought it was really interesting because people don't go deep on money ever Mm. especially on like really rich people and she said that she had this like defining moment when um she was a young girl because they bought a private jet like her family and um they used to like put I guess this would have been in like the 60s or Mm. something and they would like put her favorite crisps on and like everything that she liked when she's like a little girl and like everything would be there and it'd just be her and her dad but there'd be like seven flight attendants and a pilot you know for just the two of them so she was like it's mad and she said she remembered that like there used to be like a kitchen a study like all different things on this plane and she had um like a full bed that had a seat belt that stretched from like one end of the bed to another and she would get tucked she would get tucked in by you know like a airplane attendant right and and they'd like put the seatbelt around and then she's like i just she's like i just remember lying there like just as if it were yesterday thinking like no one should have this right like yeah. this feels wrong yeah she was living in yeah and she was like i looked at my dad and he just you know sat there and like lit a cigar and had a drink as though you know this was what he deserved to have with no problem with it and she was like i've never felt comfortable in it she's like yes of course i've had like loads of benefits from it and i wouldn't deny that but i think she's like just as comfortable giving as much away Mm, and it it, it was interesting because i think that like money is the last the last sort of one of the last taboos of our society money is definitely like talking about money is definitely the thing that i would say holds the most shame in our in our society in our country and like money and sex are like the two things people won't talk about uh, as a general rule and i think yeah so it's, it is interesting to hear about like different stories of people with varying amounts of money or whatever and that's how i'd probably give that a listen yeah and i think that's why um on refinery 29 i think it is mm. the money diaries do so well oh yeah um have you ever read any of those i haven't i know my little sister likes to every now and then and she gets annoyed at them and then like likes to read little bits out to me <laughs> yeah well you do you have like i think like you find yourself having really visceral reactions like mm. if you see oh this banker is on 200 grand you know and you're just like 
not. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, there's what so many. Well, there's so many people in in the comments who are so angry about it. Yeah. But then that that is reality for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know. And I think that it's quite refreshing because there were a lot of people who were like angry that Refinery29 had done that because it wasn't relatable, but it will be relatable to some people. And also um, in the comments, they were all like commenting on how actually like this person lived like a really relatable life to them. Right. And it's, you know, the things that they do and enjoy like aren't all to do with how much money they make. Right, right. So I think it's like, as well as obviously like pointing it out, it is also like a reminder that there are other things that, structure people's lives other than like what their paycheck is um so i think that like that is a good thing to read and it's also useful because if you find someone who's like in a similar situation to you it's like always good to kind of gather data on how other people do things the only the only thing what fucks me off the most about those is like the ones where people have a very steady amount of money or income but are like oh no but i can't afford these things and then they're saying what they're spending money on it's like it's because you you don't know how to spend money or like you're spending your money badly if you're trying to save for this or that like you actually could that's just fucks me off about that and then it's like when there are a lot of people who earn way less money but are like it's it's hard it it, it is hard i do i find it difficult to like have much sympathy for, for people who um definitely earn enough to do what they want but don't seem to be able to do it and then complain about it right yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it's always going to be um it's always going to be such a such a hot topic but that's kind of why i think it's good that they carry on doing them because then we can like Mm. all have our own feelings about it but it's not something that's like completely shrouded in secrecy because i think that if that happens then that's worse to talk about it i think it is important to talk about money so i think yeah anything that's platforming it definitely is good also a couple of weeks ago i mentioned my absolute dream hun sally Cohn, who (laughs) i used to mention every week but it's gone quiet on me since i haven't been doing any stories she'll be back yeah she might be back after this um because i listened to the goop podcast with her on which um she was on a couple of weeks ago talking about the opposite of hate which was the book that i mentioned a few weeks ago and if you haven't read that book or like you're not going to but like you're quite interested in it but can't bother to read the book then this is quite a good um, podcast to listen to because she sort of picks out a few like key things and talks about the philosophy of hatred and the history of it and psychology and that was um really interesting and also i think that like maybe she could save the world who knows she's just stay tuned yeah such a super babe so listen to that and i also listened to um the navabi podcast so navabi is um a plus size clothing website and um i follow um a woman who is i think she's i believe she's the social editor Mm -hmm. of navabi and she's also done a couple of like um capsule ranges for them bethany rutter um do you know her Yeah. yeah um so she did um a podcast with callie thorpe the um sort of blogger and influencer and um they were they were sort of going in on um issues around sort of the world of the internet and um you know like trolling and um difficulties of like navigating your um space as a plus as a plus size person and um all of the difficulties that can surround that and um also the positives and communities and i just thought it was a really really interesting chat with those two and god bethany rutter is just so eloquent yeah like such 
<sighs> yeah, incredibly so. She can really turn a sentence. She can. She's great on Twitter. Yeah, and I think she's got um she's got another book coming out soon. Yeah. Um, so that'll be great. Yeah, I don't go on Twitter that much, but I should go on to look at her things yeah, because she's, she's really good on Twitter. Very so good. A good Twitter person to know and follow. Yeah, and her Instagram story is a nice. She has a really nice voice as well. I messaged her today to um congratulate her on how great I thought the podcast was, nice. and she um said thank you. So yeah, Cute. thank you, Bethany. Right. So back to queer bits because we are after all queer longing and um did you see that the new tales of the city trailer dropped? yes i did i was in bits I, I, yeah it was um emotional already it's not even here yet yeah but it was lovely looks really 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 good it does look really good and do you know that the whole cast of writers are all queer people oh no i didn't yeah good to hear so all queer huns who've been involved in yes. that and um, so that that's really nice and um yeah I think it's going to be an emotional roller coaster. I still cannot find all nine novels online. No, they're hard to get, like as a as a total. But I, I think I'm just going to start with one and build up because I also like the. Uh, I'm, I'm weird about. I always like choose the editions I like of books the most. So like I, I can't buy it. like, and I think that the the ones where they're, they're a bit newer, where you can get them in like a big. You can get them all together more. Yeah. Are like uglier to me than the nice like older ones that are like the individual ones. That I haven't seen the ones where you can get them all together in a box. Yeah. Oh, I saw like a bit of a collection of them. I don't know if it was all of them, but most of them. No. I'll I show haven't. it to you. Okay. Yeah, I just really want to read them in whatever way that the happens. The QL library, the QLL. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, get on the case. Yes. Okay, well, we'll do. <laughs> and um, from things that we think are cool and great to things that we think are not that cool and great i mean <laughs> we usually on the pod talk about things that we think that we like mm. because we want to just gas about all of the cool things yeah. but we did watch the trailer for the new film with um Kristen stewart jt Leroy, mm. and mm. looks shit don't it yeah don't look great looks just a bit sensational yeah a bit um Ugh. But there it can there can be instances where trailers fuck up a film like too much. But I think that I think, that I this think is, there's levels of that. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is just bad. Like, okay, do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of an SNL parody of a, of a film. Yes, it looked like, very like, like this is the SNL mm, parody of what like this film would be if the film were yes, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I was I like, vibe. is this a joke? Yeah, no, it, it doesn't look great. Um, and yeah, not sure about it at all. Yeah, and they've like just seemingly put Kristen Stewart in some like fancy dress and been like, she's the face of this cool edgy book and it's like no one would believe that no and also like even from the trailer there was some very dubious like are you a man are you a woman yeah which i'm not which i'm just not fucking about no i'm I'm, no i don't think i'll be we'll be watching that the positive is that courtney loves in it who i'll always have a soft spot for (laughs) yeah but um apart from that it seems to be a bit lacking shall we say and also who um who plays the main like the real writer laura dern laura dern who i know is a hun yeah i normally like her Sorry, Laura. I don't know. Not not about it. Yeah. So please watch that trailer if you want to waste two and a half minutes of your life. And just tell us that we aren't going mad, that this is actually as bad as we think it is, because we don't like it. 
And we don't agree with it. Yeah, please. Thank you. Next. And I also don't agree with, unfortunately, did you see, so the new Chris Lilly series is coming to Netflix oh, yeah. just, in the next few a, months. I just saw an article of that. Yeah. And apparently um, one of the characters he um, he's in blackface for. Oh, Chris. I know. And I, I just sort of think like, it's again, another one of those situations where like, things that you would have watched when you were 15 like he hasn't he hasn't moved, moved on. on from that he hasn't yeah. yeah he hasn't moved on he hasn't like done any learning in between like mm. all of these years about like what that's isn't what isn't isn't appropriate and that's unfortunate. yeah and there's this character that like seemingly like is like he's dressed up as this um, female character with darker skin and afro hair and it's just like what mm, can we not yeah and it's and it's a shame because i have such fond memories of of being young and watching that on bbc3 oh, um not not that watching um, summer heights high yeah, on summer bbc3 high, yeah. but you know now that i think back to summer heights high there's probably like loads of problematic oh. things in that and um, but yeah but like you say he has not grown so no. that's what's disappointing you would yeah. you would expect that and especially from <sighs> um from netflix who you like usually mm. are on the right side of progressiveness like you'd like to think well but then they did yeah actually yeah i was gonna say actually like they are and they aren't because then they did that like insatiable series which i didn't agree with and um yeah they've they've i suppose they pick and choose yeah they do Mm. but then they do something like sex education which was just amazing yeah sex education queer eye great but um you know they can't they can't do everything apparently did you also see um on instagram transparent the amazon prime series apparently their finale episode is going to be a musical what yes i did not see that at all and can't you just imagine how great that will be (laughs) i can i can can. this girl can (laughs) oh transparent what a program i remember first watching that and just being like sort of a bit in awe of it like yeah very disappointing all the stuff going on with jeffrey tambor um but i hope that they can uh, come through and make this last is it gonna be the last series yeah it's gonna yeah, be the last like, um, season really fucking great which i hope they yeah. will so i'm so um, glad that they musical yeah i'm so glad they didn't cancel it after all of that yes. jeffrey tambor stuff because that would have been such a shame and also to be quite honest with you like his character really stopped after the first sort of few episodes being the main character oh sure yeah it's it's it doesn't revolve everybody else yeah which is why i've always liked about it that it's it's not just um about uh moira but um yeah uh yeah i'm glad that they're still making the the final season and they can continue on with it and a musical episode is the last episode sounds great i know anything uh if that finale where the mum sings one hand in a pocket is anything to go by then it's well, gonna be fucking great that's what i was thinking about and i was also <laughs> thinking about like everybody loves the buffy musical so <laughs> it, it follows that it will be just as successful yeah, great um can't yeah wait. can't wait for that and on from musicals to music vids mm. so there's a couple of ones that i wanted yes. to talk about this week new Been ones hot week for music vids yes on the blogs this week we had <laughs> the new video from christine and the queens come see yeah. have you watched, watched it Yes, I have. Um, I have seen it. Actually, have I seen it? No, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've just watched, like, you know, the bits of the vid she's put up and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, where she's, Instagram. like, wearing, like, a thermal vest and pants in a yeah, pond. Yeah, she's wearing some, like, Uniqlo underwear. Yes, <laughs> yes. Also, have you seen the new Uniqlo being built yeah, in town? I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. And also... And a new rain jacket. Yeah, I love the, um, <laughs> I love the collaboration that Miranda July's done with oh, Uniqlo. Really? I that. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. My friend at work's bought a couple of 
like t- a couple of t-shirts and the t-shirts are really nice oh, no, i don't know whether they'll be um sold out now but oh, okay. maybe not well, it's worth nice. having a look they, they do do quite good collabs though so that's good yeah no i have seen the christian greens for uh come see is it come see yeah, yeah. come see um and it's very uh serving some like rosetti realness which i really <laughs> like <laughs> um yeah so i like that yeah and um i also wanted to um talk about Girl Crush, the new yes. video from Self Esteem, Self Esteem, Self Esteem, Self Esteem, <laughs> who we mention probably every day of our lives on this yeah, podcast because we just love them, love her. And have you watched the video? Yes. Right. So, that one I have seen. <laughs> yes. And she did an Instagram because she's wearing this like amazing green corset, which I think yeah. I put on our stories. Mm-hmm. She looks really, really cool. And um, she did um, an Instagram post and I'll just paraphrase here because my phone's on airplane mode and I don't want it to get <laughs> while I look it up. You know how it is. But um, <laughs> she was talking about how um this corset made her feel really great. It's by this designer who she's like worked with before and it made her feel like really um empowered and um and attractive and that a lot of her life like when she was younger she used to um sort of hide her breasts away like when Mm. she was like a young woman or like a teenager because she didn't want to get um that kind of attention from guys and she just felt like uncomfortable in that in that body for whatever reason and that um you know she didn't have the like model boobs that a lot of her friends or people that she saw on tv or whatnot i like to call them the game of thrones tip right exactly exactly there's an exact one exactly that Mm. and um i think that like people don't talk about this enough and i totally like identified with what she was saying because i feel like there is like this like two-tier thing that that run that, that runs alongside each other like like two cultural like train trains of thought i yeah. suppose number one being that like the the thing to the thing to aspire to is like the model boob yeah. like being really thin like not really having big breasts yeah. and just being able to like throw a t-shirt on with no bra and that sort of like model off duty look yeah but then there's also this thing like having big boobs is is the thing to have yeah and i think that like a lot of people seem to think that that is what our culture um celebrates but as a person with with bigger boobs like i haven't I don't I don't perceive it in that way. No, me neither. Yeah. As another person with big boobs. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't perceive it in that way at all. And like actually, people who I, you know, have known in my life take almost like great pleasure in telling me that they aren't attracted to people with big boobs. Yes. I have Like good I've, like I've, good friends. I have had this as well. And it's like, okay, can we maybe should we maybe not do that especially yeah if you just open your fucking eyes yeah and yeah. it's like they 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 seem to take great pleasure in it to be like oh i'm not i'm not the norm like i like people with small boobs yeah, and it's like please yeah it's like oh please that's not a hot take Shut no it's it's not and also like why do you take pleasure in like saying that to me that's like me going up to anyone and being like if i go up to someone who has you know like pierced ears and being like I personally like hate people with pierced ears like you just you don't say a thing that you don't like about someone to the person who has that thing no no, you just don't it's weird and I I do feel like you're you're right that with boobs it's like it does that with boobs you're allowed yeah you're allowed to do it and like the 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 thing is you you yeah you can have um in like one of the ideals you can have big boobs but not too big boobs yeah 
and it's like oh for fuck's sake fuck off yeah and then they're, and then they're like I've also had like where they go into real detail about like oh no like actually like I just like it to be like this much of a handful or like yes. that much of a handful and it's like shut up yeah and it's like are you saying that if you didn't actually just really fancy somebody and like you were getting down to it and they happen to have like a larger boob than how you want it in your hand you would just stop yeah like no you, you probably wouldn't and you're also into it, so can you like, just shut up and also like number one don't tell me about the thing that you like when like that's the opposite of what yeah. i yeah. have and number two like liking small boobs doesn't make you a hero no, like no, what no. are you talking about i agree olivia yes stand up <laughs> well i think like we both disagree with that yes. with that being a thing but yeah i i've that really sort of triggered something in my mind when I read that because I was like god like that's happened to me so much and people just like seem to enjoy doing that like saying yeah definitely I just I just think that they aren't thinking they must not be we have to hope they're not thinking yeah the fact that they're they're thinking it and then going like oh and and you've got massive tits yeah because they must not be anyway but anyway stop stop it it. (laughs) So music time to more music time. What is your track of the I week the this week? Man, woman. <laughs> you come from. I come from Hume. <laughs> well, actually, I was yeah. I was really thinking about what you were talking about um, a few weeks ago, where you were like, oh, like I'm not really like from anywhere. I've like lived in all these places. So interesting to uh, me. Yeah, I don't have a place. I people when they say like, where are you from? I don't. I can't really say anywhere. I don't have a place I would say I'm from. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that so much. It's just like an idea because yeah. I don't know I feel like for most people that is not that the is case. definitely a rarity I think I mean I think most people have like a place they can be like this isn't my hometown or whatever or yeah this is my thing or whatever I'm like I, I I can feel affinity for a couple of places like I do to Sheffield I do to now Manchester I do to like um Derbyshire literally just the specific bit of where my house is the specific <laughs> house <laughs> that is your house yeah, yeah. um but uh I mean I feel an affinity to that house so <laughs> exactly and all of the um, beer contained within but I would never ever ever say I am from Derbyshire I am from Sheffield I'm from Manchester because I'm not yes like so yeah I don't I'm, I just I'm not from anywhere but it's, yeah. it's fine but it's what's what's so interesting is it's like a thing that I definitely have to do every single time you meet someone new and mm. ine- inevitably eventually somebody they go like oh so where are you from or where, where are your family from or whatever or like where you know yeah pe- you know or whatever where well, it's normally like a simple like, answer and yeah you just like oh yeah stockport <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, i'm like no uh and, and but it annoys me because i feel like the only way i can then do that is by saying all the things that have where all places i've lived and then to me that feels like bragging even though i'm not trying to brag no because that's just where you've lived yeah, i know but like that's just my like weird guilt i have of, yeah or, like weird i guess like it. it sounds fancy like it sounds jet setty maybe <laughs> in your in the, the way that's, that you're that's what i worry that internalizing people, I think that's it. what i worry people will perceive of it and yeah and i'm like no it's just my, it's just my truth oh <laughs> well i just yeah I, it was just been on my mind is like a thing that I was thinking about. Yeah, so I was I like, am yeah. the music woman. I come from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, track of the week. What is yours? You go first. <laughs> oh. Right. Well, my track of the week, um, after we spent basically half of this podcast breaking down Fleabag, um, it has to be the last song oh, in Fleabag. Yeah. So Alabama this, Shakes. Yeah, This Feeling by yeah. Alabama Shakes. And I like them anyway, but yeah. I was just literally bawling yeah. my eyes out. Well, I felt really weird because like I knew it was going to have a exit track. 
and I knew it was going to be something yeah. good or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't expect it to be But something. not something good from The Sound of Music. That would be <laughs> inappropriate. Mean, imagine that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm that would actually, really that actually be really appropriate. Yeah, really appropriate. Perhaps I had a wicked childhood. I'm, Perhaps I had a miserable youth. Shit. Must have been a moment of truth. I'm gonna, Here you are standing there or sitting at the bus stop loving yeah, me, whether or not you should, away. and I can't because I'm a priest. Yeah. Wait, is Fleabag just the sound of music? That's why we love it. Everything's, oh my God. everything's making sense. Is. Oh my God. Um, back to the Arby. Um Right. <laughs> yeah, but that, that song already had like a... A, a TV moment for me because it's in um, Big Little Lies. Is it called that? Big Little Lies? Oh, the Reese Witherspoon yeah, thing. Yeah, it's used in that. It's not used like massively um, in that same sort of like pivotal moment way or whatever, but it's in the soundtrack. And when I watch that, it's like a really good soundtrack on that TV show. I like listen to that song loads after that because it like, you know, it's very emotive. Yes. I listened to it loads like last summer after I watched Big Little Lies. Um, and then, so when it came on, it was like doubly like, effective because i was like it's it's that song and i was like shit um yeah no but great track of the week perfect what's yours mine is by a band i have discovered recently um called upset stomach which i think is a great <laughs> name for a band. that is great i came across upset stomach i thought you said i came a cropper <laughs> <laughs> i came a cropper upset stomach uh because they are playing at sounds from the other city which is oh, yeah. a great little one day music festival that takes place in salford when is in that now may uh it's on the 5th of May. It's like Sunday of bank holiday, but first bank holiday of, of May. Okay. Um, so, and it's like a great, uh, it's May 5th. Yeah, that's what I just said. Um, it's, it's a great uh, one day festival in Salford. And um, usually like it's all in different like pubs and bars and like uh, venues all around Salford. You like walk between them and it's dead cute and stuff. This year they, they've sort of um, uh, made it a lot smaller um, and it's all a bit more... Um, centered around like Islington Mill and like the sort of industrial straight around there because they have like bigger stages and stuff so it'll be interesting to see what it's like but there's always like some good bands there and I've discovered some great bands from them before. When the lineup was announced I was like looking through the bands and I saw this one called Upset Stomach and I was like mm, must listen to them and Adam put on a sort of playlist of Sounds from the City songs and one of theirs came on and I was like this is fucking great and it's so me and it's called uh, Lost Love so it's sort of like a uh, real like um, pining song of like um, having lost some lost somebody for whatever reason. Um, and uh, what's so great about it? It's really like sort of pop punky, which I love. On a scale of one to high school, how high school is it? Uh, it's not maybe as high school. I'd say it's more like um, post uni. Oh, okay. It's like PhD. <laughs> yeah, it's PhD. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's PhD. Um, and. What's so great about it is that like the end refrain of the song, it's like loads of high energy and like really great and like sort of like whiny in, in the best way. Yes. Yeah. In the way um, that we agree. And, um, but at the end, it's just like a refrain that goes over and over and it goes, Alton Towers, Drayton Manor, Alton Towers, Drayton Manor. And it's fucking great. So do you want to know a really great fun fact about me? Yes, please. Right. When I was in primary school. Yeah. I um, applied to be the road safety officer <laughs> of our primary school. You like that little hedgehog? Yes, I am that little hedgehog <laughs> taking care on the street. Nice. Use your legs and then your feet. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She that did was good. The, that was the advert because oh, it was. It? Right. Okay, yeah, she they changed the words and it was like about a hedgehog being the king of the road oh, because right. they were taking okay. care on the street. Great. Yeah. I'm, I told once once a road safety <laughs> officer, always a road safety <laughs> officer. <laughs> Anyway, um, the other road safety officer. So you could tell that I went to primary school in a very small village because the coolest 
boy mm. in our primary school was also oh. the other road safety Hello. officer. So you can just tell like it was popping off in year yeah. six road safety club. And we actually went to a road safety competition where we had to like battle against other schools for like who knew the most <laughs> about road safety. Anyway, um, the, road safety ball. The, the, the prize of that, because I can't remember whether we won it or we just like did well in it or right, yeah. whatever. But the, the prize of it was that um, we got to go with like the other like main winners in the area to Drayton Manor. Oh my God. But the, the boy who was like the cool boy in our class, who was yeah. also the other road safety officer, I was like excited to go to, to Drayton Manor with him. Um, he refused to go because he was scared of roller coasters. Posters. Oh. So um I just went on my own with like the other kids from the other schools oh God, and was cool. just like, oh well, and then just like made friends Queen with all the people. The yeah, in the other school. <laughs> and then um yeah, like I and I remember be, even being like to his mom, like, why isn't like X like coming to Drayton Manor? And she was like, Oh, like he won't because he's too scared of the roller coasters. Aww. And I was like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> loser. Exactly. Um but anyway, I didn't need him. I went straight in manner on Great. my own. Nice. Well, very good. Yeah. Um yeah, so I think you'll like the song because it'll remind <laughs> you of that. Um and yeah, I just want to say that Upset Stomach uh describe themselves as a non-binary panic attack of colliding sounds. Upset stomach is the apex where shoegaze dreamiest where shoegaze dreaminess meets a hysterical woman. Wow. It's brilliant. They are great. I can't wait to see them in May. And listen to Lost Love. You will love it. That sounds like a great personals ad. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It really does. Absolutely. We should get them to write ones. So we agree with Drayton Manor. We agree with road safety. (laughs) But what don't we agree with this week, Lucy? It's time Time for... I don't agree with it. So I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it. We don't agree with it. What don't you agree with this week, Lucy? This week, Olivia, I don't agree with, and (laughs) it's something that's been shoved in my face. No, it hasn't been shoved in my face. It just happened to come across it a couple of times. Okay. And it's, right, so do you have that thing where you love to, like, hate something on telly so you can, like, scream at it and be like, what are you fucking doing? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Um, So this week is in the vein of that. I do not agree with Mary Berry's new cooking show. Oh, really? (laughs) It's called Mary Berry Quick Cooking or something? Yes, Mary Berry's Quick Cooking. Oh my God. It's the most, it's the stupidest like way to make Mary Berry do cooking show. It's so fucking dumb. I'm sorry. It's a really badly thought out program. Okay. So they make her go to like import, like sort of like interesting places or whatever for her to like do things. So she went to like, I think she went to like Paris or something, which is an actual place or whatever. And then she- Yes. Last I checked. And then she just went, last week, this week, she just went to the West End. And then next week, she's just going to an airport. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And what what annoys me the most about it is that she's doing all these stupid things anyway, going to these stupid places that aren't like actual interesting places and they're just weird. And then she's also cooking just like stupid things that she obviously doesn't actually make and like are just really shit foods that are not quick. She made a fucking risotto. Risottos are famously unquick. Thank you. They are what they are. Unless you're making one with orzo, which is a risotto hack and yes, a good one. But she didn't make it with orzo. She made it old school arborio. arborio. Yeah, which everyone knows. Slow cook. Yeah. You can't bloody be quick with that anyway. That is, that is, that is stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like, oh, quick cooking. What am I going to make? A slow roast braised <laughs> yeah, stew for 17 a, hours. A pulled pork. Yeah. <laughs> From scratch. Pulled pork in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking dumb. And also, Mary Berry is while she is um like a cook she's mainly known as a baker she's not less she's less of a cook actually that 
I oh, that no, isn't actually, fair now because I'm just remembering that we had a cooking book from her yeah, when we were younger. She came up in the 60s and 70s as a cook. Okay, fair, and fair it, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That is something that uh, my housemate raised, but then I've just remembered that we had actually a cooking book. Cook it how to cook with an aga with <laughs> Mary Berry. Yes. We had. Um so actually yes, she is a cook. But anyway, it's stupid and it's I think just very ill thought out. I don't think it's how she should be perceived. And also they're making her like make all these things that are like cool and trendy new things because they're obviously like right we've got to get an avocado in there and Mm. like some smoked water but like i just don't think mary berry would actually cook those things so it's like incongruous to mary berry and that that i do not agree with and i think that she can she's she should be used in her uh mary berry ways instead of being able being forced into this like mold that i don't think fits her and like going to an airport (laughs) but yes that is what i do not agree with understandable sorry i'm not sorry what don't you agree with well, what I don't agree with is, so, <laughs> I get, <laughs> you don't even know what I'm going to say. I know, I just know it's going to be good. <laughs> I, so I get the tram to work every day, right? Yes. And there's this really annoying girl that I get the tram at the same time as, and who works at my work. And she is always on the phone, like really, 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 really loudly like so much like I know everything about this person's life everything about this person's life and the rule of the tram for everyone who works at the BBC is that even if they're your best friend at work you don't talk to them on the tram no like tram is sacred time yeah it's commuting time it's just talk to each other no it's time for yourself it's time to like wake up listen to podcasts read your book do whatever you need to do you do not communicate and you do not have people encroaching on your space with their loud voices <laughs> and she is the worst for that just in general but anyway she was on the tram like two or three weeks ago i think and she decided on the way back which is like such a busy tram yeah like so stressful like everyone's just like can't wait to get off at cornbrook so they can like disperse and get their different trams to somewhere else where it won't be as busy yeah and so it's just really horrible for everyone and what she decided to do was to ring up her phone provider and negotiate a new contract. Really? Yes. That's shocking. Yes. So she's negotiating this new contract. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know everything about her tariffs, everything about her... her, How much data she's got. Yeah, her data usage. (laughs) Everything about that. I know like, I know her address because she was blaring out her address. I mean, I don't know her address, but she did (laughs) blare out her address. I didn't take notes of it. You could have. But I could have. Yeah. And so I was like really like pissed off about that and just pissed off in general about like her being so loud every time she's on the tram. But then the really weird thing is, is that I was on the tram with her again this week and guess what she was doing? Broadband. No, negotiating her phone contract again. What? A different one or like the same thing again? I think just the same thing again. She just likes to see what she can get. So Drives a hard bargain. In my mind, she hasn't... On put, the track? She hasn't put the phone down for the three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just she's still... on the phone to Vodafone or whatever yeah, the whole time. She's just still negotiating that contract. Like she wants a good deal. And that's what she's going to do. 30 gig and nothing less. Exactly, for five right. pounds. I am astounded sometimes by how people can talk on the phone in a way that I just can't like and especially things like that in public or whatever like I've lived with people in the past and stuff who will just like also if you're just all like watching something together on the telly or something to get a phone call they'll just sit there the the whole time like really loudly on the phone when it's like maybe you could just go into your bedroom or yeah something. it's like maybe i don't want to hear your conversation because we were actually watching this or yeah or, yeah i find that odd, and i just you know i'm always 
as ever, as we have talked about many times through this segment, astounded by how, the, how people can behave not like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't everybody be normal like me? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um, yeah, so that's what I don't agree with this week. And I don't agree with it any other week, but she's still negotiating that. Right. So she's probably on the phone now. She is. So it's been an absolutely unbelievable week. I don't even know where to start with um, <laughs> with this week's part of the show. So there's no other way to do it. We'll just have to go straight, straight into, into it. We haven't got time. It's time for... Celine Watch! So this week, it's just absolutely unbelievable. So Celine... Honestly, gift that keeps on giving. She's made a film. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. She's made Let, a film. Let's call it a short yeah, it's a short. You can find it on the. I can. You can find it on the Celine Dion um, YouTube channel. Palm Dior winner. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it is to advertise the fact that she is. Um, well, she's she stopped her Las Vegas res- residency, yeah. and she is off on her first North American tour in over ten years. So she's made this short film to like show that. But nothing about the short film shows that. Until literally right at the end where it just says the tour name. It just and says then the, the list of the states that she'll be yeah, in. Yeah, like the dates, yeah, the states, yeah. It, 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 it's astounding. Astounding piece of film. Yes, I, I implore you to watch it because it, there's only so much we'll be able to describe it. But let me just say it was giving serious, serious telephone vibes. Yes. It was very, um, that sort of put the car in gear we're off on this big truck it was like okay so it was like celine dion Mm. meets the telephone video meets thelma and louise meets priscilla queen of the desert that is exactly what it was like yeah and also none of that and what the hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i really don't think that anyone knows what's going on in the video least of all celine and that's why definitely had no idea that's why i love it so much and so like I've been sharing on um, Instagram all the different memes that they've made because she's like wearing this like hilarious like denim diamante hat that says boss on it and these like really like funny like space boots. Yeah, and Uh, she's got like a great like like tie whitey vest on. Yeah. Absolute great like butch, butchy, butchy Celine. It's just, I'm still coming up for air from it. Yeah, speaking of um, some hot butch realness, just to um, slide away from Celine for one second. It was really great to see that Katie Lang is the new face of Mac's collaboration, the Viva Glam um, thing that they they do. And so it's been RuPaul in the past, Elton John's done one, Mm -hmm. and now it's um, Katie Lang because you hardly ever see butch representation anywhere anyway. But never, almost never in the world of beauty. So it was just... Yeah, I know it's, we're not on the subject of um, Celine, but just while I remember it, I wanted yeah, no, to shout absolutely. it out because we agree with it. We absolutely agree with that, and um, you should uh, check it out because she looks great, she is great, she and is. that's just absolutely Katie Lang. Um, but yeah, back to Celine. Uh, yes, I just I, I, I don't think we can do it justice by trying to describe it. I want people to watch it. What more would you say about it? Yeah, I don't think there's any more that you that you can say. Although um, there's this bit where she's in the car and there's like a lookalike like drag impersonator of Celine yes. and and they like get in her car and then they all sing my heart will go on yes. in this like really like terrible way and then she goes it's gonna be a long drive <laughs> but it's like 
She says it like really like loudly and she incongruously. Like, really to... Loudly, and then it's just like silence after it. Yeah, so, and like oh she just sort of like says it into the air, like not even to like yes. the people in the car. It's honestly so bizarre. Yeah, the you only have to watch it. You have to watch it. I'm gonna go home and watch it before I go to bed again. Okay. Yeah. I think you should should do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, great great week for Celine. We were in bits <laughs> watching that, as you can imagine. Also on the old faithful auto straddle, they picked up on Celine's um hot butch realness and um, released an article entitled no filter look i'm not saying celine dion is queer yes and um basically they are wondering if that is what she's doing in this video well she's very much uh living her best queer life wherever that means for celine in this vid and we're on board with that so before you set off on your holiday winding down to walk along those pebbly beaches (laughs) What is your goal for the next week, Lucy? Well, apart from uh, obviously just having a lovely, nice, relaxing time and doing a bunch of reading, hopefully, and stuff like that, I am also hoping that being by the sea and being in a lovely, nice place with a lot of free time will lend me uh, some uh, good old-fashioned writing time. Mm. So I'm hoping to get some writing done on my little piece, piece de resistance I've been working on. So um, yeah, my goal is to get some words down. Um, in this week off that I am having. What is your goal? Well, I always find just on that subject that going to the seaside is very restorative. Yeah, so definitely. I think that you will be good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, well, my, my goal is actually quite practical. So mm-hmm. I am like a bit of a hoarder. Like I have loads of, like I've, I've lived, it was like my one year anniversary of living in this flat, I think yeah, last week. Yeah, pot bots. Yeah, pot bots. When we did pot bots yeah. when I first moved in. And that's what reminded me that it's been a year when I saw <laughs> that, uh, you know. Beautiful sparkly champagne. Yeah, reminder or whatever. Yeah, in the cupboard, ready to go. Yeah, and I still have quite a lot of boxes of things that don't have a home or right. just like probably never will because it's yeah. just like things that I don't really need just anymore sort. and I kind of think like if they've been in boxes for a year like do I even actually need them but I'm so bad at getting rid of stuff it's like in the flat like you don't really know that I've got loads of stuff I don't mm. I don't think mm. but I know that the stuff that I don't yeah. need and yeah. I could get rid of so I need to do that and so I've literally like asked my mum <laughs> if she will come on Sunday and like make you get rid of stuff make me get rid of stuff yeah. yeah and like help me do it because it's like it seems to be just too much of an insurmountable task um on my own so i'm making her be my marie Definitely. condo essentially yeah yeah i think uh a lot like for a lot of people like just doing that they can't do it on their own they need like somebody to be there to be like do you really need this? yeah i need somebody to like shout at me and be like does this spark joy and yeah. for me to be like <laughs> oh i don't know yeah. no no and then it's gone and you will feel better for it yeah I, I think now like i've got to the point where like i'm dead ready to feel better yeah, about good, it good. so um i'm just i'm basically just sick of it all and want to get rid of um yeah, things but there's just there's so much like psychological baggage around stuff De- i think oh, for a- most of absolutely. us absolutely massively 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 but um i love like doing a, a cull of things every yeah. now and then and it's like can be like dead emotional experience but then at the end you're like yes yeah look, one, how, look at all these clean lines i have now. yeah <laughs> once you like sever this like te- this like tether that you have between yourself and those things like you never think about them again no. after that no. you just need to cut the tie yeah. i suppose and that's sort right. of what i am um planning to do as a goal on um 
on Sunday. But a bit of admin before we finish. Yes, um, announcement. Um, because Lucy is off on her holidays, we are actually having the first queer longing break. We are. We are. We're a bit nervous about it because yeah. we have prided ourselves on uploading every single Wednesday we for it's 13 a, weeks. It's been such a ride. It has. Um, but we're only going to be missing a week while you're at the seaside and then we will yeah. be back with a bang but worry not because next week you won't be completely without because we do have a little something up our sleeve just to wet your whistle while you wait for a (laughs) while you wait for a proper um episode to come back absolutely so uh look out for that and um you know, you can quill on for us. <laughs> you can. I mean, the whole point of this podcast is that you do a lot of longing and, yeah. you know, that's what we want. And um, as always, it's been great to hear from some of you on Instagram. We've had a couple of new followers, I think, through um, the Liverpool Queer Collective yeah. um, uh, article that they article, did. Yeah, and a couple of people have come from that and have messaged us, which has been really nice. We love it when you get in touch and a few people have given um, suggestions or things that we um, should talk about or should be considering for the podcast. This is, of course, a collaboration between the three of us and um, (laughs) we definitely take all of that stuff on board and love to hear those suggestions. This is for all of us. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can. You can um, message us on Instagram and follow us at Queer Longing. You can tweet us at Queer Longing. Send us an email at Queer Longing at gmail.com or I think that's probably it isn't it yeah that's about it or, or as I've said before just ring us find our number on the internet um, just do that just ring the switchboard of the BBC and ask for <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> Don't do that. Also, I think you'll be there all day because there's literally like 68 Olivia Taylors who... Oh, really? are there. Yeah. yeah I always get other people's um, emails all the time. It's quite yeah, funny. Yeah. 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 It's Love usually that. people it's being funny. like, we did not authorise you to order this car. And I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yes. So you can get in touch with us in all of those ways. And we never mention this and it is like such a boring podcast thing. But if you could go onto iTunes if that's where you listen and give us um, five stars if you think that that's what you would like to give us and um, hopefully it is and leave a review because that as everybody says who has a podcast it will help other people find it but it is a true thing it is a truism that's why they say it yeah Yeah. rate review and subscribe exactly so if you can find the time to do that even if it's just a sentence or two and a quick five stars we would be really really appreciative I'm so grateful of that but until then we will be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next time bye come on come on come on come on with me outside come on come on come on you don't think it's a baby girl will do us for copyright do you do us copyright. <laughs> do no do us for copyright. Like, <laughs> do, oh no. Put I us in the clink. Not.